Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put out important news. And we've got important news today because back with us again is our friend Peter Pascali. He's CEO at Pyrogenesis Canada, the company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol PYR for our friends in the U.S., PYRNF, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 8PY. For those of you who knew the story, Pyrogenesis is a multiple TSX Venture 50 company, a world leader in advanced plasma processes. That sounds like a mouthful for those of you who knew. <laughs> but more than just lip service, global success in multiple applications, including being part of a $25 million contract with the biggest high-tech aluminum smelter companies in the world. Their backlog as of Q3, just under $30 million dollars. Technology is in use on U.S. aircraft carriers where the company has already come out and said they're expecting another order in the range of $13.5 million. So more than just lip service, the company's delivering. And what's the news that we have? Pyrogenesis announces receipt of first payment towards a $25 million dross right contract. Peter, welcome back to the show. Uh, glad to be here, George. Uh, I wish it was under different circumstances, but it's always good to be here. Yep, as everyone can see at home, we're isolating because uh, I'm working out of the home office. Peter's at the actual office, but the company is scaled back in terms of, you know, who's coming in, and we'll talk about that. But the first thing to get to, Peter, is congratulations on the receipt of this first payment. How important is the receipt of this first payment to both the company and maybe even more importantly to the shareholders? Good question, George. I mean, basically to the company, uh, as far as I was concerned, the contract was always there. So the contract you're talking about is the unique relationship we, we have with a company in the States called Drawstrike International and their success and enables them to pay us under that exclusive relationship. And, um, and uh, we, the, the contract that, that gave the down payment just now, people have been working on already. We knew it was a contract and it was going forward. However, people are always skeptical until the money comes in and cash is king, particularly these days, George, where the situation, what it is. Of course. And so uh, the timing was impeccable. Um, and uh, how, what it means to investors is simply this. Um, it, it gives credence to what we've been saying is true. A lot of investors were skeptical. The contract, George, is uh, we're making five to $7 million in the past few years. This is, you know, four to five, uh, three to four times bigger than in the past. It's going to, we're going to benefit from it over the next 12 months. So from investors, it got them, uh, I think it gave them the, the, the confidence they needed to get back into the stock, to believe the story, to understand what we're saying is true. Not despite the fact, George, I was trying many times to calm down their fears by making press releases and updates. Um, to some, it was a long time coming. However, when you look at it, we only announced that this might be happening last April. And in less than a year, we nailed it down. We signed it. It, it, the contract is being worked on 
and money's coming through. And you got, so, and you got, and you got your first payment in. So just to make sure we a- answer the question of anyone at home, you know, was there any, was there any doubt in this contract? Did that lead to any delay? Maybe because of coronavirus, maybe because world liquidity has obviously become an issue for a lot of companies. Was it ever in doubt or is this simply just logistics as you're doing this over three, over, over three countries and different time zones? Um, exactly. I mean, basically, it's a, it's a large contract. It, it's a, a build, own, operate, and transfer contract. There's many entities involved. It's a, it's a new type of contract for the people involved. Um, the, it, it, in fact, it was, it was lightning fast, George. When you, look about, when you look back and understand how these contracts usually move, it was lightning fast. Um, so the delays were what I would call normal delays for contracts like this, you know, there's fits and starts. I mean, it comes and goes. And, they... and this isn't a typical contract, right? Peter? This is for brand new technology, you know, first time it's being done with a big, you know, high tech aluminum, aluminum. No, actually, 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 George, it's a proven technology. It's been out there for some time for years. It's been operating. It's been proven. It's a, we got, we got, uh, we got uh, sites that are, have been operating it now for over a number of years. Uh, so it's a proven technology. However, it is one of the biggest, uh, orders put out there for this type of technology. Right, that's what it meant. That was yeah. a really, it was really big was compared to what you've done in the past. Yeah, apparently uh, everybody and anybody was bidding on it and providing their, their technologies. And we wanted, the contract was one based on the technology. So at, at Pyro, we're proud to have actually, uh, uh, you know, develop that technology. So uh, yes, it's, it's, it, it has a lot of meaning to the company from the contract itself, but what it means in the industry, because everybody's taken notice in the industry and subsequent conversations are taking place as you can imagine. And let me ask you one more question on that contract. Originally you had kind of put out to shareholders that you were expecting the first $6 million to come in as part of this prepayment. And I guess the, the idea was it was going to come in in one shot. So you brought in about one point, just under $1.5 million. Are you expecting the rest of that 6 million to come in in short order? So, what I actually have without going into all the negotiations things that from my understanding is essentially that the original $6 million had to be broken up. And instead of having six, there's actually $8 million coming right. close together. When I say close together, I mean within weeks of each other. And there was, there's the different reasons why we had to do that. I won't go into it, into the details now, sure. but there was good business. Reason. So what we did was we traded off a down payment of 6 million for a quick, uh, s- several quick payments of 8 million, and um, and uh, that's that's a no-brainer. That's a thirty. That, that, that's a no-brainer. Your money, you get two million dollars more for waiting. Uh, you know, at, at, at the end of the month, so to speak, if you take that time frame, we'll have more money, or a month or two months, we'll have more money than we would have before. So, um, so how it's broken down is is right now because of the um, the way I understand it, uh, Drosser International is being funded or is being paid. Uh, but there's currency, uh, there's transaction restrictions coming from the originating country. Uh, you can't go to the bank uh, right now. So what they're doing is they're doing electronic wire transfers. And for security reasons, it's limited to a million dollars a week per client. You know, I guess that's some security. And that's standard. I mean, I can tell you not that we're that size, but even in Agora, I've got limits on how much can come up by wire just for security reasons. So well, this is... So when you can't go to the bank and there's the security measures are implemented there at the corporate level, they've limited to a million dollars a week. So basically we anticipate that Drosser International will be, um, uh, will be getting a million dollars a week 
over the next several months. I mean, they may get it week one, week two, week four, week five, week six, week nine, it, 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 like this, okay? So that, that looks like it's pretty much uh, uh, set up. I mean, there could always be changes, but that's, that's, what, that's what's uh, being expected now. So yeah, and my excited. business experience says that once the first one you know, comes in, this is for more for shareholders at home, once the first one comes in, then the ball is rolling at that point. Oh, there, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no and, stop. There's no stopping. So I think, you know, the, the announcement was big back in October, and this is a big milestone too. So congratulations to you guys, especially in this environment. Let me get on to another topic that I was thinking about. The other sure. potential agreement that's been looming over Pyrogenesis that just like, just like with this contract, you alluded to the, an imminent contract with the, with the, with the U.S. Navy. In terms <laughs> yes. Of aircraft yes. carriers. Yes. Uh, and that you had been notified and you, even though you didn't have to put out a press release, you want your shareholders to know that there's a $13.5 million contract that you were expecting imminently. Yeah. Now that this one is out of the way and everyone can see the deal was done, the, you know, the, the first payments come in, let's talk about the status of that one and how you can give shareholders you know, maybe the same kind of confidence and your expectation that it's, that it's going to take place. Without talking out of school, uh, George, uh, basically you can, uh, you can assume that U.S. government are, are, is taking measures to stimulate the economy what you typically do, uh, what they typically do is use military contracts to do that. Uh, what they'll do is they'll speed up the contracts, they'll create new contracts, because the money will go to the military, the military will make contracts, it'll go to employees and subcontracts and suppliers, and it trickles down very effectively into the marketplace. Right. So um, when I originally uh, uh, press released this, it was because typically pyrogenesis is a long lead item in the procurement process. And then I think I alluded to, or actually specifically said that they moved to a just-in-time uh, payment process. You can, you can imagine how in this particular scenario, the pressures that are being put on the government to stimulate the economy, um, that they will probably accelerate that process. Maybe not be so much just-in-time, Let's just get the contracts done and the, and the money right. to the marketplace. I think. Yeah, because your pyrogen is just a very, very small part of a U.S. aircraft carrier. Yeah. I can only imagine the number of American uh, companies that are on that list to supply and the amount of money that will get trickled down into. Yeah, that, and I'm glad you said that because I have to tell you, over the last couple of weeks, I started having some concerns saying, hold on here, there's an unprecedented liquidity crisis going on in the U.S. economy. Any, and I started thinking to myself, well, maybe the military is going to put a, maybe the government's going to put a break on, you know, on something like this, thinking we've got enough aircraft carriers out there, so let's delay it. But you're thinking, you know, from your conversations that it's actually accelerating. You think it's still, it's still happening? I can tell you that from, from our perspective, that seems to be what's happening. And it, look, if you said it, look what happened with the Dross right contract. Well, look, you know, it I, happened, well, so... People don't remember when you're right. They remember when you're wrong, right? So I'm giving you some visibility and my, my perspective on it. And uh, um, I guess what uh, the takeaway here is also, uh, George, if I may just of course. Uh, uh, talk about something else. When you're looking in this environment that we're in, this pandemic, where companies are closing down left and right and uh, they're, they're, they can't operate for various reasons or their revenues are not coming in or their suppliers are not giving them there's three elements you have to look at when you're looking at companies, I believe. You have to look at the revenues, the workforce, and their suppliers. We are uniquely positioned where all three 
from a commercial perspective, I don't mean to be rude uh, or, or flippant, but we're as virus proof, I think, as you can get almost. And let me explain. Please do. Our revenues are coming from a draws rate international whose end client is servicing a, a smelter that's, that is a, essentially a, a, a government arm entity. I mean, they're very, um, they're, so when that government wants to stimulate the economy, that's what they're going to do. They're going to stimulate those type of businesses. We also are associated with the U.S. Navy, which I just mentioned. So our revenue stream seems to be sort of protected. Sure. Sort of protected. When you look at our suppliers, and, 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 and so when you look at Pyrogenesis as, as an entity, uh, uh, yes, there's a mandatory shutdown in, in, in Ontario and Quebec, and it affects Montreal. Uh, however, we're considered to be an essential business. Okay, and I want to ask you that. Would, yeah. be, despite all the great news coming out of you know, this payment and the potential of aircraft carriers, it might all be for naught if you're shut down, but, and um, I'm glad you're, we're, so we're you're an essential, essential you're considered an essential service? Yes, and, and I can go get more into that, but my point is essentially, yes, yes, we're essential service. Um, we've been operating uh, at full capacity, so to speak, um, right. with minimal disruption, with the, but the majority of our team has been working away for the past 10 weeks, 10 days, two weeks. Um, the, um, our priority, as always, George, is to protect the health and well-being of our team and, and, and community. Um, however, having said that, we do have the capacity and the capability of operating in a uh, socially distancing, respecting all the uh, health requirements and continuing uh, our operations. Now, this also applies uniquely to some of our suppliers. They're in remote areas where the virus has not impacted. Uh, they are also essential businesses and they're opening and they're doing work on our contract. So when you look at our suppliers that seem to be protected and you look at our company and you look at our revenue stream, we seem to have nailed it well. Well, that's pretty refreshing because if any one of those components goes down, if, you're in, if your customers are not able to take product, that shuts you down. If your supply chain is, is compromised, that shuts you down. So uh, that's, a real, that's, that's a real good relief to hear that uh, yeah, so from, you, from it, you guys, Peter. That, that's great. That, so things are going. Now, I noticed that you're in the office. Um, uh, do you have some staff that's coming in? Are you doing it on a rotating basis or so, is so there's, we have, I think, I can't remember how many people have worked for 75, 80 people. Um, we're working from the majority of our team is working entirely remotely. We have people in the facility working social distancing. Um, I'm here and two other people are here today. That's what we're doing. You know what I'm finding George and, and, and I'm finding that, uh, all kidding aside, we seem to be getting more done remotely than when we're in the office. I have to tell you, the same thing is happening here. The, well, the, the and, and I'll tell you why. Efficiency has gone through the roof. I'll tell you why. I think it's because when you're working remotely from home, your social contact at, to some degree is this. The other is, I'm going to whisper this, I think, is because... You know, you, you don't want to deal with your partner and your kids, so you make an excuse. I got to do my work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know if you want me to edit that out and post or not. <laughs> oh no, I think people get a good laugh at it. But yeah, we're, they will. That, we're getting more things more done. We're focusing on on, on the meetings. Seem to be very focused. A lot of information is, is trans, transferred back and forth. Um, there are some elements. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, that are slower, and I and, and for instance, and that's why some people at the office, let's say. 
uh, the U.S. military wants to audit something, some 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 cost some cost, uh, uh, so we can justify some cost. Um, we don't have that information readily available in our system. We have to come and it's paper, it's paper intensive, like any audit would be paper intensive. So that's the only thing that I can see right now that we're slowed down in is getting data to, let's say, the U.S. military or whoever, have, whoever wants certain accounting data. Let's put it that way, accounting data. Yep. Because we don't have every invoice backup, every quote backup. A lot of them we do have on, on, on our, on our, in, our, in our system, but certain, certain, certain amount, particularly goes back historically, we don't have. But that's it. I mean, that's a, that's a small, that's a small, uh, small thing to. Yeah, to, small delays, nothing that's fatal or nothing that stops you, stops you cold in your tracks. And I got to tell you, George, we have a phenomenal team here. As soon as a couple of weeks ago, we got a sense of what was happening. We went to remote uh, capabilities, our IT team. Uh, phenomenal they, they they kept us in the game without missing a beat without missing you know, a, a lot of companies could say that is lip service but given peter what you and your team have been able to pull off in the last you know 18 months we take that at thanks george value. thanks george let me let me switch gears here uh so that's fantastic about the business that's congratulations on all fronts no supply chain, no issues to the core business. So that's got to be relief for everyone who's watching at home right now. That's fantastic. Um, but we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about what's going on in society right now. And given the fact, and I know you, you, you don't want any publicity out of it, so this isn't for that purpose. But uh, the fact of the matter is, if shareholders don't know, they're about to find out that you made a $100,000 donation to support uh, the Quebec healthcare system, the three different entities, including Montreal General Hospital, a couple of other entities. What I find unbelievable about that is that's being done during a time when people are really concerned about their own personal liquidity and financial viability and so on. And, and you've stepped up. So what is the message? So you don't want the accolades. So we're not going to, other than me saying thank you on behalf of everybody, because no matter what, I'm Canadian and this helps. So that's fantastic. But what does this say about civic responsibility at a time when society needs to help each other rather than just retreat into their corners and look after themselves? What's your message to the corporate world? What's your message to your shareholders? So, George, um, I don't want to... Um use the same adjectives everybody in the marketplace is using, but you know, this is unprecedented times. Uh, there's a crisis uh, in front of us. And I was moved when I saw a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember now the time frame, uh, a video of Europeans on their balconies, all at the same time clapping uh, and banging pots in support of the healthcare workers that are in the front line, our defense against this virus. And it dawned on me that these are the unsung heroes who leave their families to battle the virus, to put their lives at risk so that we can live. They're like our soldiers. And I said to myself, there's going to be parades for them afterwards. They're going to be our heroes. Yeah. But you know what? It'll be really nice to do something to demonstrate to them. And that was the purpose of it. More a demonstration to our frontline healthcare workers that we have their back, that we're there for them that it's not just a few dollars, it's a, a significant amount of money. Even to me, George, I don't have that type of money laying around. I can't take it with me. 
<laughs> but I thought it, it was to give them the confidence as they're gearing up and they must be afraid and they're talking to their families, you know, and they're seeing firsthand it develop, that the public has their back. Yes, uh, in Canada, the government has their back too, but the public has their back to give them money to spend where they may not be able to spend, even just to have coffee to keep them up at night during their shifts, that they can afford it. So from that aspect, that's why I did it, George, uh, to demonstrate to them that we have their backs in hope that other people would also you know, leverage off of this. Now, um, in terms of corporate responsibility, I think too often companies think in terms of the bottom line. At Pyrogenesis, we're not laying anybody off. Bravo. We're not laying anybody off. Bravo, Peter. But we don't have tons of money in the bank, George. Okay? Uh, I think it's our responsibility to do that to the community. I mean, can you imagine? This is not just laying someone off and they can go and look for another job tomorrow and have an interview. They're locked up at home. They're locked at home with their spouse and their kids at maybe a 50% reduction in their salary, trying to make ends meet and not even being able to go out and interview. And worrying about their lives. And worrying about their lives. At the exact and, same and, time. And with all the social stress and emotional stress of being at home with a spouse in a small quarters with kids, and you can't have money on the, you know, this is just un unconscionable. For companies that have, for companies that have money in the bank to lay people off, unconscionable. At Pyrogenesis, we work in a team. If we get through it, we're going to get through it together. And that's how we rock. And that's how we roll. And you know what, uh, George, if I could make a little advertisement here. Yes, go ahead. All the floor is yours, my man. Technicians out there, welders and technicians that, that have been laid off. We didn't lay anybody off at Pyro. Had you worked at Pyro, you wouldn't have been laid off. And the reason why I say that, sometimes it's very competitive in the marketplace, George, to hire these people when you're competing against much bigger organizations. And I'm trying to make a bid here, it's a sales sort of, that um, when you go back to work for that big company, maybe you wanna send your resume to us. Cause if you're really good, we can use you. And here we work as a team. So big, uh, big companies are great, but they're also cutthroat at the end of the day. They just chop, that's it. Whereas Pyrogenesis is that mid-level company that's got a soul and understands its corporate civil responsibility, which yeah. I think and, is unbelievable for you to say, Peter, because look, we all know your balance sheet, yeah. right? You're a public company. We all yeah. know it. It's not as if you have $20 million sitting in the bank, ran out and say, hey, George, we can handle payroll for three months and weather the storm. Yeah. It would be a lot easier. And I commend you, my friend. I'm not kidding when I say this. I commend you that it would be so, it would be easy to say, Hey, what can we do? Coronavirus, we're going to let people go. They're going to be taken care of by, you know, the government and the government will, will top them up. Hey, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how long those lines are, the paperwork, any of that. But money aside, Peter, I think what you're doing both at Pyro and because we're going to make sure this message gets out to separately to the corporate world in Canada what you're doing is the, the mental stress, the personal anxiety that you are saving everybody. And that, that's what we should all be doing. At Agoracom, we're not letting anybody go. No one's getting to cut anything. We're going to weather this for the next three, four months, and then we'll see after that how things go. Because George, George. Pit, but what you're doing for your staff is unbelievable because they're going home and saying, I got a job yep. and I can eat. I can focus on saving my family's life rather than having to worry about, you know, yep. 
And George, if you, don't, if you don't have money in the bank and you can't, I mean, if, you, if you're a company that you just don't have the revenues, they dried up and you can't employ them, that's, that's different. different. Don't, don't feel guilty. You have to do it. But others, George, don't have to do it. And you know something else, George? I'm sure that there's going to be people out there taking advantage. And, that's, and that, that's unfortunate, but you're that's right. That's unconscionable. You have people that sometimes, you know, in the, in the ice storm here, people are selling five, $10 coffees and they're taking the task. And I think, George, um, that people that take advantage of the situations in society right now should be called out in, uh, for, for corporate responsibility. We all have to band together here. We're, this is not a time to try and extract an advantage. To, 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 to fire people when you don't have to fire people, let the government have the burden. And they, no, we got to pull together. And, uh, and anyway, that's my message. I'm very passionate about it, George. We got to stick together. We're doing it at Pyro. Um, we're in a situation, I think, uh, from a financial perspective, that uh, we can now. We can. And, uh, and I'm happy. And, and thanks, for, thanks for, for bringing up, uh, George, because uh, it's, it's, I'm very passionate about, about doing the right thing. The dividend to shareholders, the dividend to society sometimes can't always be measured by the bottom line. The dividend has to be that we, that we as shareholders can look at Pyro and say, when the chips were down, my company did the right thing at the end of the day. And, you know, I think that's a bigger dividend than, than, the, than, than money at the end of the day. And I, I'm going to tell you this, you've already inspired my family we're having a conference call tomorrow and thinking that we're gonna we're gonna kind of try and follow you and what you've done oh wow george <laughs> oh and, wow uh yep yep because uh you know and i should have thought about it sooner actually uh and then and then what we should be doing is maybe using that to inspire a lot of people in the capital market to see and any any amount maybe not everyone can reach the hundred thousand maybe it's 50 oh, maybe it's 20 maybe it's 10 bucks 10 bucks 10. Send something, so something to show, because you're right, it's not just the money, but when healthcare workers see that they're getting support, that people are taking it out of their pockets, right? That gives them, the Greeks say, curago, that gives them the strength yep. to show up and say, people care. So I'm going to, and because they are legends of what they're doing. So Peter, yep. man, today you showed your leadership to the Canadian corporate world and especially the small cap industry. You've done it by executing the business and you've done it by helping your employees by making sure they have food on the table and that being unaffected and by helping. That's what can I tell you, man? I'm not kidding. I've never applauded for anybody on an interview, but well, thanks for being you and thanks for inspiring the rest of us to do. It's tough times. The, the right I'm happy time. that I can, uh, I can provide this right now. I'm happy that our investors, when the market's tanking, we had a little bit of good news to give them some hope in the markets. And uh, I wish it was under different circumstances, George, but this is where we are and this is what we have to do. And, and it'll be remembered, Peter. So thank you so much. This is probably the best interview we've ever done. Not with you, <laughs> just period. Just Thanks, the best man. interview we've ever done. You know, the, the complete trifecta, the success of the business, taking care of your team, taking care of society. So uh, my full applause to you and your team, because you're the decision maker, but let's not forget the whole team is designed to make this decision. You know, you're not your board, your officers, your management team. So thank all of them on behalf. I think as I speak on behalf of all shareholders of Pyro and all players in the capital markets that say bravo and thank you for doing what you've done. And um, George, if I can just say one last word to everyone. I'm at the office. If I didn't have to be, I wouldn't be. 
I prefer to be at home. Uh, but uh, those that can stay home, stop the spread, and that will save lives. And a last shout out to the Quebec government for having done the right thing very quickly, not worrying what people think about what they're going to do, what, 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 say about what, not afraid about what people will say about what they're doing. They shut down the universities and the schools early. You will never know how many lives they save, but they save lives. And uh, everyone else that can, please do stay at home. We'll stop the spread. We'll get over this. This too will pass. And we can celebrate later on. Perfect, Peter. Thank you, man. For everyone at home, you've been watching, if you don't know by now already, Peter Pascali, or you've been listening via podcast to Peter Pascali at Pyrogenesis that trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol PYR. Hey, if there's anything you want to ask Peter, um, you know, usually I talk about the due due diligence of the company, but we've done enough of that in this interview. But if you have questions, you want to talk to Peter, you're inspired by what you've seen. The Pyrogenesis Forum on Agorcom is one of the best we've ever seen for interaction between shareholders and management communicating. So get there, post your questions. Peter, I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm going beyond my, uh, my pay grade, but ask your question about anything, given the fact that, you know, Peter's so knowledgeable and what's going on and what should be done oh, about oh, civic oh, responsibility, oh, all those, <laughs> all those things. What's that? No, no, I don't, I'm not that, I'm not, I surround myself with smart people. That's why I sound like I'm smart, but I do. Then you'll parrot the information that maybe other people can't get, uh, can't get to, but get to that forum, interact. Yeah. Hey, we're all at home. We get, we can't watch Netflix all day long. So why not just enrich ourselves with information, sharing and caring. And uh, thanks, Peter. Thanks to everyone at home. Like Peter says, be safe, be well, hey, guys. and we'll see you next time. See you on the other side. Take care. Ciao.